Hi, welcome to Strumpet no, it's my Radio. Turn. It's my turn. It's my turn. Okay. <laughs> Five seconds of silence. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Strumpet Radio Hour, the podcast for strumpets, trollops, and tarts worldwide. I'm Susie, here with my co-host. I'm Bean. And we're here to talk to you about things. We don't know what this podcast is about yet. Stay tuned. thing now well now it is because i said that yeah okay um okay i well now that we're not doing an intro i'm a little bit jarred because i'm like oh god like no this is better because you can just start you can edit out whatever is stupid uh so just like everything you say choose a starting point the Mm -hmm. rest of the podcast okay and the starting point is now okay um my first bullets is should we post this episode? <laughs> like, just we're gonna decide right now. Right now. Do you mean the last episode? That doesn't well, make sense. Said this episode, but um, I don't know. You just do a curveball at me. Sorry, uh, I mean, sorry. I I was just sort of like, are we? Uh, <laughs> you know what? This was a dumb. I'm an idiot for putting this. No, this down. is good because look, we recorded a podcast that you'll probably never hear. Secret. Only, exclusive Patreons only. <laughs> because we don't know yet what... we Like, we haven't really set boundaries for what we're comfortable talking about and what Absolutely. we aren't. So, like, the it, by the end of the podcast, we were kind of just like, well, if we edit out half of that, we can post it online. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, we had a brief discussion right before we started, but then both of us crossed those boundaries right immediately. Away. For each other, too. Like, we kept yeah. bringing up stuff that the other person didn't really necessarily want. Well, yeah, we were also not very conclusive with oh, our boundaries. We are like, no. well, I don't really want to talk about my my dating life. Yeah. You were... That's, my, that, that's that you was said. your impression of yeah, me. Yeah, that was me being Susie. Um, and then I was like, well, yeah, I love anal and um, uh, Mormons. Uh, I have so many of those in my family. Yeah. And... Is that me? Yeah, it was my impression of you. Okay. The anal thing was a little out of left field, but I appreciate it. Yeah, I think of that as a defining part of your personality, but... An anal princess? Yeah. Yeah. The anal. You know what? I do want to Sorry, be... do you want me to edit that out? No, that's fine. Okay. Because you know what? I do want to be like Riley Reed, because if you go on our Twitter, which I was on for research purposes exclusively, <laughs> um, she just... She's got full butthole pictures yeah. on her Twitter, and, like, she doesn't have to worry about anything. No! Like, like, that's amazing. That's actually true. Being, like, an anal porn star, specifically, <laughs> is truly no one can have anything on you. Like, no. No nothing. blackmail. Nothing. Yeah. Um, maybe, though, maybe your blackmail at that point is, like, boring missionary sex. Yeah, they're, they're like, like oh, Riley Reed's actually kind of vanilla. <laughs> Can you believe that? <laughs> Give me a million dollars now, Riley. No, so I'm going to expose you to the world. I guess if she did something terrible, like, murdered someone. Yeah. I mean, well, it, I guess it would be blackmail in the field of, like, sexual pictures of you. Yeah, which is pretty much the, for most normal people who don't kill people or do terrible things, <laughs> well, that's just having a body. Normal is subjective. <laughs> 
If you have a body, you can be black. Yeah. Which is, like, honestly pretty shitty. Yeah. Uh, you get pictures of you pooping. People are like, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Ooh, you poop. That would be... Tell everyone that you're pooping. I don't want people to know that. I'd be like, no, please take all my money so that it's nobody knows I poop. poop. That's my reputation. That... My reputation is that I don't poop. A girl who can't poop. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real... It's a condition. A condition. Always clogged up. <laughs> Probably gonna die any moment. <laughs> from... Um, no, but anyways, going back to the boundaries and yeah. how you like to look at Riley Reed online a lot. Look, she's cute, alright? There's a reason she's number one. How come you're not disgusted by her after hearing her rap? Because that really turned that me off. That only turned me on... Okay. I'm not gonna make a joke about you being a rat <laughs> right now. <laughs> okay, I appreciate but you set me up. I know that was it. That was subconscious okay. too. Okay. Okay. Thank you for not taking that right there. Oh, I can see the pain in your eyes. You're like, you bully Susie so bad. <laughs> Every day you look at your phone and you like go to my Facebook profile mm. and you're like, I just want to. Bully the crap out of this girl. Comment, uggo. Uh, uggo. <laughs> uggo. You fat bitch, you uggo. <laughs> if, if you did that, it. yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> thumbs up. So, boundaries, though. <laughs> Looping a bat. What are they? We what cannot... are they? Okay, so I'm going to say, we set mine that I'm not going to talk about people that I'm actively dating because yeah. that just seems cruel and also a lot of people when you tell them well, when they say oh wait what do you do for fun now I say oh well me and my friend are like trying to get into podcasting then they mm-hmm. say oh great I want to hear about it and it's like it would be cool to give that to them to be like listen here's here's me talking about things this yeah. is who I am but then if they heard me being like yes yeah, so anyways I fucked this guy last week and uh <laughs> you know he was kind of weird like that's gotta be off-putting yeah no that's just mean honestly. yeah exactly um yeah, you could have, like, a statute of limitations for your... Oh, like, yeah. how long? Yeah, Ooh. like, it has to be, like, six months or something since you've talked to them. Oh, or that's... I actually love that. Yeah. Six months is too long, though. I can't keep it in that long. Oh, okay. Probably, like, two months since I talked to them. Okay. <laughs> so, at that point, it, the bridge is burned. The bridge is not. probably burned. If they try to contact me after that period of time, after not talking to me at all, that's on you, dude. We should have reached out. Now I can bully you on my podcast. Yes, Bullying Boys podcast. We bully bully boys. boys. (laughs) That worked hardly Yeah, that did. Okay, that's good. Um, What about you, though? What are, like, boundaries you want to set? Yeah, so I'm I'm really conflicted because a big part of my, well, pretty much the only life experience I've had that's interesting is that I'm an ex-Mormon. And I have a lot to say about that. Like, you, you don't really come out of the Mormon church with, like, no opinions, nothing to say about it. Uh, but I also am still on pretty good terms with, like, my my immediate family and my extended family. I think my immediate family can handle my edginess. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like they'd listen to one episode and they'd hear me talking about, like, my vagina. And they'd be like, okay, we just won't listen to this anymore. Um... <laughs> But, like, extended family, especially, like, my grandparents and stuff, they're kind of, they're tech-savvy, and it's like, I don't want to just insult their entire worldview if they found it. But also, I've got a lot to say, so I'm on the fence about that. Yeah, I mean, that's the type of thing, too, where you'll, I think you'll figure it out more as you go, Mm -hmm. and as you get more comfortable with that, like, in general, like, in your life, too, because it's it's obviously, like, a learning process for for that, Mm -hmm. and, like, as you grow more comfortable with it, and time, and figuring out if we can even 
fucking manage to post a podcast. I don't... <laughs> can't even email well, the thing. How I are have, you going to post it? Uh, yeah, I still have to put up our... Get our website running, too, because I... So... If anyone knows how to work WordPress, please... Please contact us. I don't know how you'll hear this. <laughs> but, uh... Get in a time machine. Help me put up this... <laughs> put this up. Yeah. Because that's true, because if it's posted, then they figured out how to make a time machine and went back in time and... Exactly. If you're listening to this on our website, it's because time <laughs> because travel is back real. T- yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. We're That's breaking cool. Boundaries. Breaking Whoa. boundaries, burning bridges. Burning bridges. Left Beautiful. Right. Yeah. That is our, that's our team motto. <laughs> But it has, um, like, the family thing has been something that's always held me back. And it, it I think it's more me than my family. Um, but, like, they're all on social media and they're all very conservative. Yeah. Uh, and so that's, like, the main reason I'm not that active on social media. Because it's, like, I'm yeah. just too scared. I'm too scared. Yeah. Well, it's because you still care about them, you know? Yeah. Unlike the band Arrested Youth, you like your parents. Oh, shit. I call, I'm, I'm, them out. I'm calling the boys out because I want them on this podcast. We should tell that story on the podcast section. Yes. Do you think we should tell it this podcast? Yeah, why not? Why not? Okay, this is a great transition <laughs> to the Arrested Youth story. Um, I don't know how we're going to tell it, but I'm just going to jump right into just it. jump in. You add... Okay. Me and Bean. Uh, gonna go see the Jukebox the Ghost and the Mogulies concert. They're doing a collab concert. And, um, like, a lot of concerts, they have an opening dance, right? <laughs> and we've been waiting for a while, so everyone's psyched as hell, you know, they're yeah. like, okay, music's gonna start. And I should point out that Jukebox the Ghost and the Mowgli's are both kind of, like, positive, upbeat, like, yeah, poppy th- music. Exactly. Yeah. I think the genre technically is, like, indie power pop. <laughs> yeah, like, they're very, yeah, they're like... I'm an indie power bottom, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's, um... Yeah, that's our, that's what we are. I'm the indie power top, and you're yeah, the indie power exactly. bottom. Okay. okay. Now that um, that's established. The, now that we've set those rules for uh, the podcast listeners. <laughs> um, right, so uh, that's a really important detail, actually, because yeah. they're both very happy at feet. We actually went to uh, a Jukebox to Ghost concert the year before that, and their opening band was this, like, really amazing band called, the like, Greeting Through the Greeting Committee. Yeah. yeah. And it was, the lead singer was this adorable girl. Oh, my a, God. Like, I fell in love. Oh, God. She's so cute. <laughs> her tracksuit. Her like. tracksuit. And then, like, she just had a band full of, like, cute boys doing yeah. backup for her. So it was of... just, like, God, it was so good. Mm-hmm. And um, they, their, they, their genre very much fit the concert. So come back to when we were at this current concert. <laughs> so... The drummer. I think the drummer and the guitarist are out. I don't think the main guy was out yet. Oh, yeah. Um, I think we would have noticed something was up. So, <laughs> the it's, it's trying to start. It sounds kind of like, I don't know, like modern, like contemporary pop punk or something. Like, it's, it's like heavy, like whatever. Which we both have a background in enjoying, enjoying pop it. punk. Yeah, yeah So, absolutely. we're like, okay, this is different, but I'm here for it. it up, yeah. Upper alley. Um, yeah. This guy comes running out. <laughs> He's wearing, like, a red jumpsuit. It's orange. Is it red? I think it's red. Okay, I don't I know. I think it's red. This is not I wish I had my phone on me. I'd look it up right now. <laughs> um, so he comes out, and immediately I remember it as him going into some lyrics that sounded like he was trying to replicate Linkin Park. Like, that's yeah. what I remember. I just remember, I and I remember being so viscerally jarred by, like, what it was <laughs> that, like, I couldn't even just be like, oh, yay, we're at a concert. Like, I was just like... Yeah, it was like it felt. It reminded me a lot of kind of Twenty One Pilots. Yes. Um, okay. It was like replicating Twenty One Pilots. Yeah, like slam poetry, speaking <laughs> rap. Uh, yes. 
But his... God, yeah. His lyrics were just very, like... It's like baby's first pop punk. It's like, cell phones are bad, and my mom doesn't understand me, and, like... Yeah, it was just really weird. (laughs) Yes, and, like, the thing is that it was so noticeably bad. (laughs) And, like, what I remember, too, is I just, like, looking over at you and being, like... And we just kept... After, like, every other verse, it was, like... Is this happening? (laughs) Is this real? Okay, so we go through... Oh, sorry, were you going to add something to that? No, no, keep going. Okay, well, I was going to say, so we go through a couple more songs, and it's getting cringier and cringier by the moment. (laughs) Like, more and more the lyrics are just becoming, like, my friends have real jobs. I do not. (laughs) I am very cool. My mom sucks. You know, like that. Like, that's probably one of their songs, actually, that I'm seeing right there. Yeah, but he had a thing about his friends having real jobs and, like, how that was bad. It was inherently bad. It's like, oh... Okay. Okay. Can't sure. have friends with different backgrounds. No, obviously not. They all need to have punk bands. Punk air quotes bands. And then I don't know if you mind me, um, please take it away. Hijacking right now. But then one of my favorite parts was that he's something like, "All right, you guys, hold on a minute. My drummer and guitarist are gonna take <gasps> yes. care of you." Yes. So they're like drumming and guitar, and that's the best part. Yeah, because he's going. not on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Because his bat. I mean, his, they were pretty good. The drummer and, and the guitarist. Yeah, they were. So he runs off stage, and we're like, oh my god, okay, what's he gonna do? This costume is gonna change? Costume change, something's gonna come something's out with props. Good. He just comes out with his shirt off. That's all he did. He was off stage for, for like, 30 seconds. It was, I think it was even, like, a minute. It felt a long time. And we're like, damn, he must really be prepping for something. something. I was like, no, just his shirt's off. And it's not even he took a shirt off. He unzipped the top half of his <laughs> jumpsuit and folded it down. It wasn't even taking off his shirt. I don't know how it took him that long. Yeah. I think maybe he, he probably was... had to oil up. Okay. Because, here's the thing. I'm pretty sure he did that right after he established that he was going to crowd surf. Oh, yeah. Because I remember thinking to myself, I don't want to touch your bare chest. So maybe he <laughs> ran off stage and then came back and was like, hey, guys. Okay, so do you remember the exact word? Because I remember he said something like, this is something my mom really hates that I do, but I like to crowd surf at every concert. Yes. And you could tell the crowd immediately was just like, this, like, this is not a crowd surfing crowd. Mm-mm-mm. Right? They, we were like, uh. <laughs> like, it was actually truly amazing how you could feel that from yeah. everyone. Like, we were all just like. Like, everyone's hands kind of went down. Went down. Like, mm. Everyone got quieter. Um, But this... there was a tiny group of maybe, like, ten girls. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. They looked younger than than the bulk of us. And. They were like, yeah! <laughs> and I was like, oh no. Yeah, they were all the way to the left yes. like, of the stage. And they were the only ones the who, only like, ones. you know, cheered for that. Yes. Yes. Oh, so oh he decides, he's like, okay, it seems like. Uh, I think he even noticed one person being like, no. And so he's yeah. like, okay, it seems like I gotta do it on that side of the room. No, because he said, should I do it over. Because, like, I guess what he does is he goes to one side. He's like, should I do it over here? Right. Or over here? And, like, whoever cheers louder. Yes. But I remember when we were on the we were on the right side. And when he came over here, there were literally a bunch of us, like, just pointing, pointing to, to the, the other left. side. We're like, no. no. <laughs> do not jump on me. I don't wanna I die. I don't wanna die. I don't wanna touch your body right now because you just. Unzip your tracks. I just came here for a feel good jukebox the ghost <laughs> concert. Like I don't want to be assaulted by you right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So he he interprets that and he's like, okay. He, that is the one hint he took. Hints like, he finally okay. took. And so he, he's okay. I'm gonna jump on this half of the room. <laughs> so okay, 
So then he's like, okay, so, you know, he starts a song to get everyone hyped up. Right. And it's it's a bad song. The tension is palpable. It's, it's we're just like, oh, God. And um, <laughs> it's this already seems like it's going to be a bad idea. Because all yeah. the fans for them, for, for their bands, are, again, like I mentioned, they're younger. Like, they seem yeah. physically weaker than an adult. <laughs> No, so, they, they did look like high schoolers at the oldest. Yes. Yeah. So you should not be jumping onto high schoolers. No. Just saying this. As an adult man, especially, maybe don't do that. <laughs> this guy ignores that. And he's like, okay. Uh, you know, they, he's like, he's singing his, his raps real hard. <laughs> and then you see him sit down his mic and he's going to do the leap. And he runs off stage and jumps and then you just, you don't see him anymore. He they drop him. They, they drop him. Yeah, like he doesn't crowd surf. He does not crowd surf. We're just like, wow, the bad idea had a bad result. That's <laughs> utter insanity. <laughs> I just remember like, genuinely being like, whoa, wait, did he like fall and get knocked like, unconscious? Did he hurt somebody? Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't know. And we were just like, oh, and everyone was like trying to look and see. He popped up and he was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean that—that's the story, really. That's the story. Like it—it it was very impactful. So I was like, that Clearly. was so like weird. It for was an opening bizarre. band. It yeah. was, but the, the the thing that stuck with us the most though was how empty his lyrics that are yeah. trying to be deep are. Like, it's the most empty critique on society I've ever heard. Yeah, it's just it has no depth to it because like I know. God, we're just totally calling out this band, too, because they're not that popular. Actually, they I think last time I checked, they had, like, 50K or something. Okay, so we can... So I think we, we can, can kind of shit on them a little bit, because, like, <laughs> also, I just kind of don't like their message. No, I don't either, and so, I guess, to make a really specific critique, like, one of their top songs <laughs> is about, like, he... Him going to see the Mona Lisa and like a woman is taking a selfie, selfie. by the Mona Lisa and he's like, oh my god, that's so bad, so vain. But it's like literally what vanity you... and Instagramically are two lyrics <laughs> in that song, by the way. So you know it's real. What do you think the Mona Lisa is? It, it's when it, only the rich could have selfies. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just complaining about accessibility. Yes, right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what, like, all his lyrics are. It's like, oh, my friends don't have the luxury of just starting a band and traveling around the U.S. Uh, they have to earn money to live. They're accountants? Um, Icky. Mm, uh, uh, and it's like, come. It's like, you can do pop on. punk without doing it. Yeah, you can, you, can criti- you can even critique specifically upper middle class things, because a lot of pop, pop mm-hmm. punk bands do that, but just don't be so oblivious to it. Also, I will say that the the band's Instagram, too, is constantly, like, <laughs> uh, in a world where we prioritize selfies over, over uh, like, love or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, the next picture is a selfie of the main guy. Yeah. Also, it's only the main guy. It's, like, not the other Maybe members. Maybe the, the guitarist and the drummer probably, like, don't want to be I involved. think they have other bands, <laughs> yeah, that they're, they just got paid for the gig or something. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, but... There's an even... There's more to the story. It never ends. It never ends. So later on that night, after we had an amazing time at the concert, because the jukebox oh, yeah. that goes in the Mocha's concert fucking floored me. Like, I was oh, just like, so ah, good. it's so good. I'm crying. I'm here with my best friend. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> so we were like, okay, let's go get merch so we can support these bands. And so we go up... And we're, like, walking around, and we can't really figure out, like, where the line is. Mm-hmm. And so Bean goes up to this guy. I hope that's okay. I'm telling this story. No, yeah, do it. It was funny. So Bean goes up to this guy, and she says, oh, so I should point out. So I noticed that Arrested Youth, the band, was, like, standing in front of their booth. Mm-hmm. So Bean 
goes up to some guy that's kind of standing in the area. And she's like, oh, are you in line? And he's like, oh, to see the band? And Bean says, no, for merch. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh. Like, he seems audibly disappointed. Yeah. Um, and I really did. I thought, I was like, oh, the guy must be, like, with the band or something. <laughs> and Bean just, like, blew right past him. Like, the band was, it was like, no, I didn't no, no, no. want to make eye contact with the rest of the youth. I was scared. I was scared, too. No, I'm glad you were the one that did the talking. <laughs> so Bean just blows right past him. Later on, when we're doing more research on this band, because it just blew our minds how much we don't It really like did it. occupy, like, a week of our conversation. Oh, <laughs> probably longer than that, yeah. I think. It is occupying our podcast now. I know, for So... <laughs> just on this band. That's who we are as people, though. So, I can't, you know, whatever. Um, I, I remember we, like, looked, we, like, looked up their YouTube... And one of the things is this, like, documentary about the band. And the guy that Bean just, like, blew past and was like, no, I don't want to meet the band, too, <laughs> is the band's manager. Like, yeah. he's literally their manager. And, like, I just cannot stop laughing at the fact this guy was so excited that Bean's like, oh, are you? Are you this I want to meet the boys. Is there a boys? And then, and then he's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, no. No. I'm trying to get a jukebox to go pin. pin. Yeah. I still have it. It's a good pin. It's a gr- I still have a t-shirt. I love your okay. shirt. Yeah, so that's good. Uh, the documentary was not good either. Uh, the documentary was the definition of vanity, so <laughs> I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Spice. I hope he contacts me. Somehow he yeah, gets a Come on our podcast and defend your... Defend your, your music. Not not even... Okay, defend your lyrics and defend the fact that you crowd surf as an opening That's act. also a good point. Because yeah. maybe we could get along a person. I doubt it. I don't know. He might be chill. Maybe if we smoke a bowl together. Yeah. I, I feel like he's the type of person that doesn't smoke weed, though. I feel like he'd oh. be like, um, no. I just pee on sides. I just pee on sidewalks and, <laughs> and yeah. Anyways, um, so that's Arrested Youth. That's our experience. It would be interesting to find out how he, like, because I feel like I could have a real conversation with him about, like, your lyrics aren't deep. Yeah. Um, like, I get what you're getting at. But you're not you're not looking below surface level. Like I'd love to find out how he defends that. That is actually like so true because yeah, it it seems like from what what he's like posted and stuff that like he truly believes that this is like a problem. Like yeah. people being on their phones all the time is this giant problem. Whereas yeah. it's like, you know, I've been rolling my eyes at that headline since I was like seventeen because <laughs> I've read. You know, it just comes up. It's like, oh, millennials in their phones, and it's like, no, obviously we just have a changing culture, and like I get it that we're not the best at engaging with the stuff around us, and like people mm-hmm. are becoming more hyper individualistic. But that's more of a result from like the culture as a whole and our like our like intense like consumerism mentality and like less accessibility to things and so our phones allow us to have accessibility you know just stuff that's like way deeper and deserves more analysis Mm -hmm. versus a little man coming in and being like phones are bad put them down yeah well that's the thing um because like there are studies that show you know like our attention spans are worse and like people are feeling more lonely yeah um but i feel like what's often overlooked in the in these arguments is how, like, fucking incredible, like, the internet and phones have been for our entire society. <laughs> because it really is just, like, instant... Like, the internet is the great equalizer because it's yes. free, at least right now. Hopefully it stays that way. Uh, it's just free information. You can learn anything you want to learn. And you can talk to anybody from anywhere. Like, I, you know, I had a long-distance relationship for three right. years, so I'm very pro <laughs> Pro like, Pro phones. Yeah, I... <laughs> I take the political stance of pro phones. <laughs> pro telephones. <laughs> um, yeah, 
yeah, like, I wouldn't have been able to foster that relationship before, even in, like, the 80s or the 90s. Yeah, well, yeah. even, like, our friendship is, like, based on the ability to have contact with each other outside of, you know... Yeah. Talk, it's I'm, I was right there. living in all kinds of states. So, yeah. um... So, Arrested Youth... But, no, I'm just kidding. Okay, I don't want to... I don't want to go that far. Arrested Youth, maybe... Come on our podcast. Come on our podcast and talk to us. <laughs> Um, because we're very popular. We can definitely get people like that. (laughs) No, and I think I love to hate them. They're fun to make. They are fun to hate because it's it's pretty harmless. It's pretty harmless. It's just bad pop punk. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad music. Mm -hmm. And I don't. I and I don't say that about everything because everyone has their own taste. But if someone tells me they like Arrested Youth, unironically, I will stop talking to that person. I was looking, you know, in their like engagement, and it does seem to be like younger. Yeah. So I should probably not be friends with twelve year olds, anyways. But but you're friends with me. That's you're the exception. Twelve at heart. Twelve at heart. (laughs) I was also gonna say that if anyone watches The Big Bang Theory, unironically, that isn't like a parent, I stop talking to them too. Yeah. Well, I had a. (laughs) I took an education class, and I'm an education major, so I'm just gonna shit on all education majors. Wow. A lot of (laughs) teachers, they suck. We don't need homework. Boo. Drop out of school. Um, a lot of these people, and they're, like, um, incredible, amazing people because they want to dedicate their lives to, like, interacting with children, but they tend to become out of touch with the adult world sometimes. Some of them. The That's adult what industry, I, yeah, as it's often referred to. <laughs> That's what I noticed in my class is, like, a lot of these people I was having a hard time connecting with on, like, anything outside of education because yes. it's, like... They're, they're not as engaged in pop culture and stuff. Anyway, so I was in this class, and there's this lady who was, you know, older. She was a mom, and she was one of those... If you've ever taken a college class, there will always be those students who just, like, they try to have, like, a one-on-one conversation with the professor, like, in the class. And I think this is more of a community college thing, because it's small classes. But she was like, oh my god, have you seen The Big Bang Theory? I don't even remember the context anymore. And this guy was like, no. She's like, you have to watch it. It's so funny. And I was sitting there. I was like, who, who am I hanging out with who right now in this class? Are you? Yeah. So, Big Bang Theory is just bad. We all know it. It's bad. My parents like it. Yeah. I was gonna, Well, that's why I said, like, parents, I think they get a the pass on that one because they're sort of they weren't. They weren't raised to be cynical assholes like we were. That's one way to put it. So I was going to say, they just aren't also, like, aware of the, like, the reasons why the show is bad. Yeah. You know, like, maybe, yeah, because we have we have access to so many things that are good um, that we can <laughs> gauge. Like, a, a TV show where its primary, uh, like, entertainment value is this stereotype of nerds and then being, like... Like, one of the jokes being a girl walks into a comic book store, yeah. and they're like, who was that? Oh, girl. And it's, like, the lap track plays. And then also it's kind of racist. Like, you know, like, yeah. they have, like, Raj, I think is his name, <laughs> where they're just like, oh, he's a shy Indian boy. Ha, 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 ha. And then they have, like, their Jewish character. They're like, he's Jewish. Whoa. Get it? That's and, um, wacky. Yeah, it's called, like, there's that really good pop culture detective video essay on it. It's called, oh. like, Lampshading. Oh, yes. No, I've yeah. seen that. I've yeah. seen that. Yes. They, yes. like, call out the joke, but don't actually don't offer actually. it. All right, for a minute, so I can adequately cut it out. Okay, great job, Bean. <laughs> that was a great critique. Let's uh, move on now. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry. You ruined this. No. Um, that was great. 
I get it. Sometimes we talk about things and it's hard to in casual conversation it works, but when you have to have like information. Like, yeah, like, like things mm. that you can back. It's like mm. Yeah. So the next thing on my bullet point here is Bean, we kissed on Sunday. Oh yeah. What are we now? That are was... you legally my girlfriend? I'm I think so. Okay. Sam, I will fight you. Sam, watch out. <laughs> that was really funny because I feel like that was a, the case of where we both don't know how far to take a joke. <laughs> And we, like, don't want, we, we won't back down. It's like a game of chicken. And oh. then we just, we're kissing. We kiss. It's like, damn. Yeah. So. I fully felt that, yeah. Because I feel like we've come close to it before. Yeah. And there's always something, like, a, like oh, just kidding. Oh, ooh, but this time, like, it was so dumb, too, because it wasn't even, like, one of our better, like, oh, I'm going to kiss you. <laughs> it was just I tried to high-five you, and you tried to kiss my hand. And then I said, you know what? And then, like, we kissed. So I think give us a couple years of our humor devolving, and we'll just be, like, Fingering, fingering each other. Each other. It's like, ah. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. And then, like, it's in front of, like, the whole friend group. Like, Michael's watching. Because Michael saw the kiss. Yeah. And he was like... He said his penis inverted. In- inverted from how so. hard he was. To what? <laughs> That's what he told me. Okay. That's a thing. I don't know if you know that about penis anatomy, but when it gets so hard... It becomes a vagina. That's... I don't think that's what vaginas are. Actually, well, vaginas are... <laughs> no, penises... <laughs> penises are, are the clit. They're oh, like you're engorged right. clits, so you like don't a... know what you're talking well, about. Well, yeah, I don't. Never mind. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, moving on then. Sam missed it, though, which is really funny. He came yeah, out, and he was like, wait, good. what? And we're like, mm-mm-mm. Sorry, buddy, you're gonna have to go to Pornhub and search two dorky <laughs> lesbians. Go at it. <laughs> I don't know what you have to look up. If you found out we could make, like... Ten thousand dollars by that's just doing a, a porno video. Yeah, that's why. Like, I wanted like a low ball number. Like, doing, okay, not like full on, but like pretty, like heavy petting and making out. That's it. Yeah. Would you do that for ten thousand dollars? Ten thousand each. Okay, each, but not five each. Yeah. Okay. I would. Be you more... don't find me attractive enough to make yeah, out. Yeah, no, with I me. need at least ten thousand. <laughs> I'm quite frankly ten. offended. I would do this for negative ten thousand dollars. <laughs> I pay ten thousand dollars. <laughs> So you finally look at me for more than two minutes. Uh, well, uh, if that's what it takes, you know, I'll take the 10000 Um, It would just be, you know, be weird. Yeah, it would be. Well, that's what I was wondering. Can our friendship handle that? Probably, yeah. I think it could. We've played, like, strip spoons together. That's true. We've also just... And we've kissed now. We've so kissed now. So I was going to say, slope. like, we're already on our way yeah. there. Just we'll be there. Give us a year. Prank us. Pranking each other with sex. Yeah. Best prank of all time. Oops, I'm inside you. <laughs> I like to remember that advice you gave me just a week ago or whatever, where you said, stop thinking of dates as, like, dates and start just pretending like you're hanging out with them. And then, oops, we're naked now. Yeah, that's what I did. And look at me, I'm happily married. I'm a happily married Christian woman. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Do you want me to tell my talk about my IUD experience? I think this is a perfect transition. Yeah, to sex to well, yeah, it is. Sex it to, sense. uh, uh, strings, strings and copper. <laughs> First of all, it made me reflect. Uh, yeah, so right now I'm sitting here with a heating pad because I got my IUD put in two days ago, and that was fucking traumatic, honestly. And the problem is, like, reading it online is everybody is different. Like, some women are like, oh, I just went on my lunch break and then came back to work and I was fine. And I'm like, I don't know, I don't know how that's possible. But, yeah, it was awful for me. And I was, like, really afraid 
of the insertion process, but that wasn't, I mean, it was, like, really uncomfortable, but that wasn't the most painful part. Like, I had, like, cramps from hell for the rest of the day. Like, (laughs) it was awful. So, yeah, would recommend. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's, I don't, yeah, I wouldn't know what to expect. I only did brief research on it, but it was enough, the, the, you know... I don't know, the mixed reviews and the fact that it's inside you and you have yeah. to go get it removed at the, like, you know, from a doctor mm-hmm. is what was, like, enough for me to be like, oh, I'm afraid. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I can't do you can't the do pill, so sort of that's kind of the best option. Backed into a corner there. But yeah, it was, it was good. Like, I went to Planned Parenthood. Shout out to Planned Parenthood. PP. Um, you sponsor them. We, <laughs> yes, we sponsor Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. We pay them we pay them to promote our podcast <laughs> please put our podcast on your walls next to the like fetus being murdered poster because yeah. Planned Parenthood loves murdering babies the posters we love to kill babies we love to kill let us kill your baby and it's like a picture of a guy just hacking into- <laughs> no. <laughs> I not say that. that's too edgy that's the line it's like me vividly describing cutting a baby into pieces. Yeah, maybe that's the line. Bean, you you're fine talking about drowning babies, not on the podcast. Oh. Not on the podcast. <laughs> we would never. We don't condone the drowning of babies. We would never drown a baby. I would. I don't even like. How do you even do that? Do that? Someone please tell us. <laughs> no, don't tell. <laughs> Someone don't tell us how to do that. Yeah. So, this first of all, my doctor was like super hot. And I've been thinking about that a lot because she was, like, very conventionally attractive. She looked kind of young. She was super charismatic and friendly. And it's like, you're a doctor. Like, what are you doing? You must have so much power. And then she put her fingers inside (laughs) me, and I was like, now you really have all the power. (laughs) Did you come? Yeah, immediately. Wow! (laughs) Wow! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's probably happened at least once from someone getting an IUD. They just come. I don't think so. I Haven't think gone through it. <laughs> I think they. I think it's happened. It's like okay. I'll just I'll go through the process. You can cut it out if you don't want it. Okay. But I know you want to know. I, I want it. So first, it's just a pelvic exam. So they put the uh, speculum in. Okay, there. love speculum. Feel around for your uterus. Love Fun it. fact. Oh, not to flex on you guys, I have a front-facing uterus. What so. does that mean? It just means I'm normal. <laughs> I guess, like, statistically, most uteruses face, like, the front, okay. but then sometimes they face the back. I kind of hope mine's facing the back. That's just want to be fun. cool. Yeah. Do you get back pains during your period? No. Okay, you probably don't have <laughs> one. <laughs> anyway. Um... Then they she swabs your cervix. Oh, like, I love that feeling. It with, feels so good. I didn't really feel it too much. Okay. It's just like a numbing gel. Okay. Um, and then they put she puts some kind of clamp on it, and that's the first pain. But here's the thing: I was really afraid of like external like pinching type pain. There was nothing like that. It was just like a really intense period cramp, like boom, right there. So the clamp's on. Now there's, like, just an underlying cramp for the rest of the time until she takes the clamp off. Boom. Sticks a plastic rod through your <laughs> cervix to, to... It's called sounding your cervix, which is just... Wait, is it actually called sounding? Yes. So- yes. That's so funny. Like, she's like, okay, I'm gonna sound, and I'm like, ah! Uh, uh, wait, uh... <laughs> I did not consent to sounding. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, okay, I'll cut that out. That's just for fun. Oh, that was just a little bonus. <laughs> Yeah, so they have to measure your cervix, and that's the first, like, super intense pain cramp. It's just like, bah! 
But then she takes it out. It's really fast. And then she pulls out the IUD and, like, show... Because I asked to see it. I was like, can I see him? I said him. I don't know why. <laughs> of course you would gender your IUD male. I don't... It's only men in my... Men in your body. <laughs> yeah. Stay out, ladies. <laughs> no girls allowed. <laughs> so, and it's it's bigger than I expected. I was yeah. like, damn, okay, that's going in there. Shocked. Did they sit in there? And then it's just like, all right, I'm putting it in. Whoop! And that's, like, another intense pain. And then they take, like, the clamp off and everything out, and it's just this wave of relief. It's like, oh, oof, okay, yeah. okay, everything's gone. So it was really uncomfortable, and it was really painful, but I was probably only in pain while it was happening for, like, 30 seconds. Okay. Like, it's super nice. fast. Yeah. And then, I, you know, I Sam was there, and I was like, I went through all that so you can bust a nut. So you better be grateful, because <laughs> you've never worked this hard. For my orgasm. Actually, that might not be true. Anyway. We'll see when they invent the male IUD next the year. <laughs> <laughs> just kills the sperm before it yeah. can come out. It's a little guy with a gun. Pew, pew. In the balls. In the balls. Well, there's only pee in the balls, so it wouldn't Oh, wait. There. My anatomy's fucked up then. <laughs> I don't understand how that works. Um, And then I thought that would be the worst of it. Uh, I thought I was like, okay, I made it. But then on the car ride home, the, like, cramps from hell hit. And it was, like, a 40-minute drive in traffic. Ooh. And I was getting car sick. And I had, like, the heating, the seat warmer on for the cramps and then the AC blasting me because I was getting too hot and <laughs> nauseous. Oh, God. And then, like, we were going to go get Thai food because I love Thai to food. celebrate. Um, but I was like, I have to go home right now. <laughs> I need time. my heating pad. But, uh, yeah, I think that, that was about it. Then I had the worst, the worst cramps of my life for... The rest of the day. Yeah. The rest of your life. The rest of my life. <laughs> your day's a living hell. <laughs> I will not take it out. I will not. I need nuts busted in me. <laughs> Sorry, I can take that out. No, I like that. <laughs> um, um, I've said it before, but you are braver than the troops. I'm braver than the troops. Yeah. Before that. After that. Yeah. My life has been really spared from, like, pain. Aside from... Like, the emotional anguish you put me oh. through every day. Well, that's... You want that. Yeah. You don't verbalize it. You want it. You, you <laughs> give know. me that look. In your, in your head. You that know. was a bad joke. I'm sorry. I believe in consent. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, so that... It's been weird, because I was like, wow, I've had a, a gentle, soft life as far as, like, medical pain. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I can't say the same. No. What's the worst pain you've been in? That's actually a really good question. I actually, it's funny that I, like, made a, that snarky comment because I have diabetes, and so mm -hmm. I've been poked and prodded. You know, I get a lot of blood draws. And by me, by doctors. Yeah, ex yeah. mostly you. <laughs> um, but I feel like, actually, maybe the worst pain I've been is just re-injuring my foot, like, repeatedly. Oh, yeah, because it's so it's so weak from the first time I rolled it, which was excruciatingly painful. And then Ooh. when I re-rolled it, I think it was, like, twice that, where I actually... I feel like I blacked out for a second. Of Damn. Just being like, I mean, I don't know if that's true, but it really felt like I did because I was, like, lying on the concrete, and I'm like, ah, like that. <laughs> was this at work that this happened? No, 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 no. I, that was, like, when I was here uh, at my parents' house stepping off of the deck, and then, like, I, Alfie pulled me, and I, like, slipped. Oh, God. It was so bad. Oof. But, yeah, like, medical procedure-wise, worst pain, that's a really good question. I don't know. I mean, like, the thing is, the just... <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I've had any, like, horrible, horrible medical That's good. pain. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, just, like, like doing some insertions, sometimes I hit a nerve cluster, and that's, like, Ooh. and it just, like, hurts for, like, a minute, and you just feel, I don't know, it's, like, inflicting pain, little bits of pain in yourself every few days 
for the sake of your of your well being is definitely weird. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I the most uncomfortable one though, just like physically, like where you're like, ow, 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 ow. But like it's not actually that painful is the pelvic exam, at least in my experience. Just because oh, really? like the whole thing was so like <laughs> I don't even know. Like it, it I loved I actually liked my uh my doctor that I had, but she was so bad at communicating to me like what needed mm. to happen and stuff. So like I think I was just a little bit tense of like, okay, like what's going mm. on? And she's like, Okay, I just take take off your pants, I'll turn around here and I'm like, okay. Okay. Oh, she didn't even leave the room? Well, so she had left the room, but when she left the room, she just told me to, like, take off my pants and leave on my underwear, and she didn't tell me, like, where, like, if I should, like, sit down on the table. She didn't tell me, like, any information. <laughs> you just, like, standing in your underwear? Like, no, I was sitting on the table, but then she, like, I was, like, then she came in, and she's like, oh, I might for you to take off your pants and your underwear and put that gown over you, and I was like, could you have communicated that to me instead of just... Oh, my God. And, um, so then I was, like, a little bit tense, and there was also another nurse with her, and then, so, she's, like, and then, I don't know, like, she's, like, okay, uh, yeah, like, scoot down on the table, and I'm, like, okay, and she's, like, oh, is this your first pelvic exam? And I'm, like, yes. (laughs) You must have been young. Of course it's your first. Yeah. Well, you know. Um... (laughs) Yeah, so anyways. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. So then she's like, okay, well, I'm putting in the speculum, and it's just kind of, like, lubed like, up. It is, <laughs> I knew what a speculum was. I love the cold medical lube. Oh, God. Well, that's what got me. It's like, okay, so this was right... I was going to go to class later that day, mm-hmm. so I don't know. My mentality for this whole thing was just like, ah, ah, ah. And um, shoves that thing inside of me, opens me up. And then it was really the swabbing that was just like... <laughs> don't like this because she was swabbing the stuff off to see the if cervix. I was full of STIs and nice. cervical cancer and stuff. But um, and then it was just weird to put to like put my clothes back on and then like wander off to class with like medical lube on me. I didn't really like. Yeah, that that's not good. No, I mean it's always like that's why for me I feel like I would still go through the recovery again before I'd go through the insertion again, even though it didn't hurt as bad. Because it's just so, like, uncomfortable and weird, and it's like, <laughs> You can't see what's going on down yeah, there. Yeah, you don't know. I mean, my doctor was amazing at communicating, yeah. too. Yeah, that's but, great. Like, well, yeah. also, I'm just thinking about, like, the visualization of the process is really difficult to think about, because mm-hmm. it's like... I'm really glad I didn't have to look at it. I wish I, I was there. Sam was, like, really insistent on not standing behind the blanket, too, because I had, like, a blanket on my lap. He's like, I'm gonna be over here by your head. And I'm like, that's fine. Oh, like he didn't. Yeah. He didn't want to. He didn't want to. Oh, okay, I thought you were yeah. saying he like. The doctor was like, please stand on the other side of the blanket. So he was like, no, I want to see. <laughs> like, Sam, Sam, can you guide us through this process, please? You know this vagina better than anyone. <laughs> Sam gets out his speculum every night. The flashlight, He's ready. Like, Interesting. Mm. There's your cervix, and then he sticks a pencil in it. Jesus, that's essentially what happened to me. Though. The early IUD was that you used a pencil and you stuffed pennies into your cervix or Can into you your uterus. So you Listen, people... I don't want to respond. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very sorry for giving you education on the history of birth control. I guess, guess you want to live in the dark. I was thinking though, thank fuck for birth control. Like, I don't. God bless. Shout out to all the women who lived without birth control and didn't kill themselves in the past. Because. <laughs> I don't know how you did it. Guys were just pull-out kings back then. No, they weren't. People were just having, like, 17 children. Okay, so infanticide was high back then. There's that, That's what I would have done. But you still have to go... (laughs) You just said you would never drown. Did I say I would kill them by drowning them? You're right. Yeah, don't put words in my mouth. I won't ask. Okay. Okay. I'll spare that. 
Um, yeah. You still have to go through the pregnancy and everything, though. That's true. So but you can have a bunch of sex while you're pregnant and not worry about getting pregnant. Then you just have to kill one baby. <laughs> okay, that was... Let's be quiet so we can edit that out. Okay, I, I did think, not just talk about that. <laughs> you should leave that in. That's fine. <laughs> it's not my reputation on the line. I don't want to live without birth control. Well, and it's interesting, too, because people for for centuries have been coming up with kinds of birth control, which yeah. I think is really interesting and very cool. And humans are so adaptive. Good for us. We did it. We were like, sex is pleasurable. We want to have sex, but we don't want to have babies. Well, how do we stop that from happening? Yeah. And the ultimate thing is just uh, don't have heterosex. Don't you know? Yes, everyone be gay. It's awesome. It's a good world right there. Only be hetero out of necessity for, like, reproduction. Really. <laughs> Only for reproduction. <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, a story out there. Actually, I think that was, like, one of the first stories. This might be completely wrong, but I think that was one of the first stories published in, like, Playboy magazine. Like, huh. was, like, a story about that where, like, it was a world where, like, straight sex was taboo or something. Ooh. Um, and, yeah, and that's why, like, some people are like, oh, you have nerds actually pretty, like, you know, like, paved Whoa. the way for some pretty interesting stuff. But he's also pretty sexist and... Yeah, you know, degraded I women in a big way. So, mixed bag, mixed bag. There, I don't know a lot about him. Let's really do. Don't. Let's dedicate an episode to Hugh Hefner. Hugh us like researching Hugh Hefner on the podcast. He like died fairly recently. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last few years. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember he had like super young wives. Well, yeah, that's what he like every five years he married a new wife. What happened to the old wives? Did they get too old. Yeah, they got to be twenty five. <laughs> toss them out. It's like ah, you got pubic hair. You got. <laughs> <laughs> you have to shave one week. Yeah. Like, ugh. Ugh. Yucky. He was probably into the full bush look, though. Yeah, because he's from, like, the 70s. Yeah. Right? That was his heyday. I'm into the full bush look. Listen, I think it's great. Full bush. Full bush. 2020. That, that, for next year. It should be the full bush year. Oh, yes. No, let's make let's bring it back. It is... It is sad to me that, that so many people are pressured into the, the no bush look. The no, yeah. Like, thinking that it's, like, gross if you have it. It's, like... No. It's cool. <laughs> I feel like I see a decent amount of pubic hair in porn. Do you? Yeah. I feel like I don't. Maybe but I that's because I look at pube-free porn. <laughs> I go to pubefreeporn.gov. <laughs> is that not where you go? <laughs> Can you edit out my snort things? <laughs> no, I'm keeping them in because they're hot. <laughs> Pewfreeporn.com. Woo, we gotta buy that domain before it before gets it gets snatched, snatched up. up by the government. <laughs> You're googling like smooth hairless sex. <laughs> like, damn, there's no pu- no pubes. Weird. <laughs> Weird. You were saying that you see a lot of pubic hair in porn, though. I feel like I see a decent amount. I mean, I'm, I don't watch a lot of porn, but uh, you know, Reddit's the place to go, and there's so much like amateur stuff on there. That's true. Yeah. It's just random people. Yeah, well, that makes me happy then. Yeah. Good for good for them. I actually feel like, because I know you have this opinion that, like, <laughs> porn... <laughs> I'm just going to call out your opinions. <laughs> um, <laughs> it just starts, you have this opinion that uh, global warming isn't real, which I think is wrong. <laughs> you have this opinion that women shouldn't vote. That's a little <laughs> weird to me. Um, no, you were saying that, like, porn makes people feel bad about their genitals. Oh, yeah. Um, but I feel like I've seen a lot of different kinds of vaginas and vulvas and whatever. That's good. Because so, I good. haven't. You're, just, you're looking up la- labiaplasty. Labiaplasty <laughs> hairless porn. <laughs> Icky. Icky. <laughs> you gotta get, give me your links to porn and I'll look I at them. I won't do that. You wouldn't like me anymore. <laughs> 
It's really concerning to me because I feel like it would take some pretty messed up stuff to make me dislike you. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about it off podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So pictures of women sleeping. They didn't consent to the pictures being yeah, taken. Yeah, that's my like, biggest thing. thing. It's like me. I want GoPro footage climbing into a woman's window when she didn't consent to that happening. I think I would judge you pretty hard. And then she she kills the person oh. wearing the GoPro. And it's, like, empowering at the end. But then someone does have to die for it to... <laughs> so it's, like, a little unethical, but... It's just a little... But the guy was climbing into her window without her consent, so yeah. it's, like, quite, you know. Whatever. <laughs> I get all my porn on live leak. <laughs> Sorry, that's too dark. Too edgy. <laughs> Once again, you're too edgy. That's okay. I'm feeling better about this podcast than Me episode zero. <laughs> episode zero, 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 slash will not be published. It's the lost media of our podcast. It's the one that the creepypastas will be written about yeah. where we both have hyper-realistic eyes, even though it's a podcast. So hyper-realistic like eyes. And you can't hear. You, can't. you can hear us blinking. <laughs> I, with every blink, I heard a... <laughs> just us gagging on each other's eyeballs. <laughs> sucking your eyes. <sighs> you into eye sucking? No. I'm not either. I've never uh, tried it, though. You can lick eyes. Like, supposedly it's compatible fluids. <laughs> if that makes you feel better. I want to lick your milky balls of life. That's um, a throwback to our other for episode. For the unnamed episode zero. So, <clears throat> I, I do have a thing about eyeball licking. Do you like it? No. <laughs> I was introduced to it through Lolita, the book. Oh, uh, one of the Your favorite book. <laughs> I genuinely love. You that have book. this opinion that Lolita is a great book in it. The it is York. a good book. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna stop this joke. I'm gonna accidentally do a bean as a pedophile joke again, and I, I was gonna stop. That's not gonna be a meme. <laughs> Listen, Lolita is a good book because uh, it's an un- it's a good example of an unreliable narrator. It, you know, you're only getting it from a pedophile's perspective. Okay. And he totally, and it totally works. Like, people were like, oh no, the 12-year-old girl seduced him. <laughs> it's like, no, you guys, think about what you're saying. Because in a book, you're not seeing the child. Right. So you can picture her as any oh. kind of person you want. Um, and when you're only hearing her described through a pedophile's <laughs> voice, she's gonna sound like a you know, a sexual person. Right. She's, she's 12. Anyway, the f- one of the first things he did to groom her was she had something in her eye, and he's like, oh, let me lick it out for you. Oh, I hate that. And she's like, Humbert, <laughs> that's so weird. You're so crazy. Yeah. That really stuck with me. Because <laughs> you like eyeball licking. Just admit it. Never tried it, but I'm open. Eyeball lickers, hit me up. Hit me up. <laughs> Do you want to look at the doc? Okay. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> this is so, like, not what we were talking about, but I'm going to read it. So, I've been getting emails from the Ridgewood Neighborhood Association for about six months. From yeah. what I gathered. What is that? Yeah. So, from what I've gathered, it's a neighborhood, like, a neighborhood association in California that's full of, like, concerned older citizens. Huh. And they just keep sending... Every couple weeks, I get an email that's about an upcoming meeting... Um, I think the most recent one I've gotten was, we, oh, why didn't, okay. <clears throat> uh, this is from, I think his name's Dave. Okay, as many of you know, it is getting more difficult and expensive to get homeowners insurance in the Sonora area. 
There will be a town hall meeting with the, the California Insurance Commissioner on Thursday, August 29th at 6 p.m. Wait, is that today? Oh, my God. We're, it's in an hour. I, how am I going to get Dude, there? Dude, you got to catch How do I get there? Um, We're not in California, just to be very just clear. To be clear. <laughs> it's at the Sonora Opera Hall. Oh. Um, the Opera Hall is located, and it says whatever. Um, so... That's, like, that's the kind of emails I get where just these random, like, information, and I just, it's, they just probably, somebody filled out their name a little weird and they got my name on there instead. Yeah. Well, your name's Susie, so they're like, well, she was probably born She's in the She's probably 50s. pretty old. <laughs> yeah. It's not really, okay, right, here we go. Dawn sends me this, um, this is a test message to validate your email address. Did you ever reach out to them to say that you're not no. in? Susan! I liked it. I felt special. Aw, that's cute. So, I don't know. I just wonder if I should do anything with this information. Should I reach out to them and break their little hearts and say I'm not actually part of the Neighborhood it's, Association? No, I think this should be a recurring segment. I think we should say, what's the Neighborhood Association up to? Oh, yes. I want to, like, just be a part of it from afar. Yeah. Be like, hey, you guys, can't make it to tonight's meeting. Can someone give me the, <laughs> the minutes and, like, start... Being, oh, I'm not gonna be able to make it this week, but can someone please raise this point for me? And it's just like, wow, you could like concoct a whole story of how like you can't leave your home or something. That would be fun That'd to see kind of sad, people but... like pick up, like if they yeah. believe me or if they like, you know, this is crazy. Like they figure it out. They're like, okay, it's like hey, I live many states away from you, but um, I support you guys. I support you guys from afar. Getting your homeowners insurance. <laughs> Thank you for letting me be a part of your community. Um, so that's just kind of that fun little. That's I don't know. cute. I yeah, mean, yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I isn't that weird? Tell you. I want. Yeah, I want to stay up to date. I want to know what they're doing. What's up with the Ridgewood Neighborhood Association? Yeah, Ridgewood Neighborhood Association. Please come on our podcast. <laughs> I would love to have any. Actually, I don't really want them. Either. All of you. They're probably not that interested. At once. I want to hear their woes. <laughs> The average American woe. Do you really want to hear their woes? Does anyone want to hear our woes? Probably not. And yet here we are broadcasting them to the world. <laughs> Listen, my woes are very interesting. So. Yeah. Anyways. Um, okay. Next bullet. <laughs> <laughs> What's can't. a bullet? Do you want to go to... Actually, I feel like I've been talking. Do you want to go to your... Because you just said the internet made me really happy because of oh, letters. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, I don't... I really... Um, This is another thing I probably should have researched before I came it's on. It's going to be an alt-right thing. No, it's not. It's wholesome as fuck. Pretty much just someone... Okay. I have had a bearded dragon since I was, like, 14. He actually lives with my parents right now, so does not live with me because I don't have a room. But I love him, and I see him always when I visit. And they're the best pet. Bearded dragons, best pet ever. As long as you can handle worms. <laughs> like, and you give them the lights that they need, and, like, the baths they need, and the veggies. is like, boom, you just have a little reptile. It does not give a fuck about anything. <laughs> and they're so cute! <laughs> so, I'm on the bearded dragon subreddit, of course. Of course. So this person had, like, a bearded dragon named Butters who had a tumor, I think she was kind of old, and she needed to be put down the next day, and something happened, I believe the person's husband was like, can we make Butters a meme for her last day? And it just, our memes, like the meme subreddit, took off! They, they made so many Butters formats for memes, and they posted so many Butters memes, and now Butters is the profile picture of the meme subreddit. And she did get put down. The owner posted an update. But, like, that is just 
so wholesome. That's so incredibly wholesome. Because you know the person who had to put butters down, like, that's a hard day. And, like, it just, they made it so much better. That's so cute. Yeah. And it's, like, it's not something that can happen very often. But I'm really glad it happened. This person, this this nice person with their little dragon that they had to put down. It's a nice little break from their sadness. Yes, and it's great to see bearded dragons go mainstream. Because, uh, you know what? I'm fucking sick of dogs and cats. Boo! <laughs> that was such a weak boo. <laughs> I'm really weak right now. I should take my sweater off. It's hot in here, right? My heating pad is overheating me. It's just like overheating the room. But I need it for my pain. Anyway, yeah. Fuck cats and dogs and hamsters. <laughs> Reptiles for life. <laughs> Reptile head. Scaly for life. Scaly. <laughs> are those a thing? The, yeah, the furries that furries make that are... scale sodas. Shit. That's pretty dope. Yeah, I know you're secretly a furry, and that's why you always shit on them. <sighs> Let me grab my phone, because that's got my FB meme on there. Okay. Yeah, I will, um, now that it's just me on this podcast, I'm gonna take this time to shit on furries. Uh, why are you like this, furries? Why? I think the same question could be asked about you, so maybe you think yeah. before you speak for 100%, once. 100%, which is why, um, I still shit on furries, because I don't give a fuck. I think you do give a fuck. Okay. <laughs> so... This is going to be our meme segment for today. I don't know. But, meme um, segment. Meme segment. segment. Perfect. Okay. Um, scrolling. Scrolling through Facebook. As Always you do. a mistake. This one actually might. I think this was an Instagram, but same thing. Well, when it's worse. the same type of people posting it. You know what I mean? <laughs> the fringes of society. Okay, the, there's elements to this. The phrasing is so funny, but then I'm going to show you the meme because okay. it's so, like, weird. So it's just, make sure everybody is in your, air quotes, boat. Uh, oh, make sure everybody in your, air quotes, boat is rowing and not drilling holes when you're not looking. <gasps> know your circle. Oh, my God. That explains every time I turn around from you, I just hear a... <laughs> I fucking destroying your boat when you're not looking. <laughs> but no, look like the the bottom text is like intentionally oh. made to look. It, it, okay, so I guess the best way I can describe it is you know those commercials. It's like you wouldn't steal a car, <gasps> yeah, uh, or c- download a car, yeah. But it's red. It's red, and it looks like bloody. So it's know like, your oh, circle. Know your circle. That's really good. Was there any caption? No, no yeah. caption. She just wanted stop. to remind everyone that. I'll cut you out if I need to. I see a lot of uh, I see a lot of memes like that, and that's like just like I'm ready to be betrayed. People are gonna betray yes. me. Watch out. It's it's so funny to me because like this person too, like a, a mature adult <laughs> has like a family and everything, and it's like, are you really this afraid of the people in your life? <laughs> Like, you're like, oh, everyone's, you know, we're all helping each other out. Like, these are my good friends. And there's just one friend that's, like, trying to ruin your life. Like, they're, they're just like... Sawing the boat. Yeah. I don't know. What happened? Who hurt you guys? What happened? Yeah. Facebook moms, who hurt you? Honestly. I'm sorry if that happened to you, but maybe you should. They were drilling 
It's like you thought they were your friend, but they were actually just trying to recruit you for their MLM. Actually, maybe that's That's it. Maybe that's actually what the meme is about. Because you're just like, damn. But also, like, the compulsion to be like, okay, I'm going to repost this to Instagram because this really... Yeah. You got to cover all your bases. You got to let them know. Reach the maximum audience. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't don't get that. Maybe it's just because I've been blessed with really wholesome... And honestly... We've got a lot of really nerdy friends. I don't know if they could even betray us if they wanted to. I don't know to. they would. I don't think they what know do how. They, what do they do? Yeah. <laughs> they just don't show up when I invite them to yeah. D&D. And then you post that meme <laughs> on Instagram and tag them. I'm going to start posting this meme and tagging Sophie every time she doesn't show up to a hangout. <laughs> know your circle. <laughs> Sophie, I know you've been doing holes in my boat. <laughs> Oh my I love you, Sophie. Love you, Soph. Drive safe. Drive safe. You're already home, but drive safe again. Yeah. No, I. there's a lot of memes like that. And I think I think it's... A lot of them are romantically angled. It's like... oh, this Especially people, this one. People are going to break your heart. That's a euphemism. For... Clavicles. Bus. I was going to say bussy, but we already discussed why I can't say that. <laughs> We stop. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, clavicles, the most sexual organ of the body. Clavicles. Wait, I don't know what a clavicle is. Oh. Oh, the thing you put your chip chip and dips in. Chips and dips. <laughs> chips and dips. It's my strip club dip and dip. <laughs> I've ever seen because there's like that challenge to like put quarters in your clavicle. Isn't that like a a, a thin spiration thing? That's it's really a thin spo thing. I know. Why you, are you promoting thin spiration? You love thin spo. You very clearly by my body type, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember there was a criticism of that meme or like a mocking of that meme. Yeah, this is the clavicle. It's just like this little skeleton man. Oh, looks just like me. Yeah, actually, my that's kind of weird. They have your nudes on here. <laughs> so weird. Just my bone nudes. <laughs> my, you want to see my boner? Just rip off your skin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd be pretty turned on if someone could do that. That's pretty hot. Yeah. But yeah, I saw someone put uh, like tortilla chips in one and then like okay. salsa in the other, and just to like criticize the chip and dip. Look how skinny I am. I can dip in my clavicles. Dip in my clavicles. Do you want me to go around? Because, you know, my clavicles are out there. Yeah, they're pretty Do you want me there. to go around at our next party? <laughs> well, chips! <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. So Kate also has, like, <gasps> crazy clavicles. Perfect. So I think you should go around together. I think she can put the chips in hers and, and you put the, the dip. Because I love red sauce. Chip and dip. <laughs> you love red sauce on your body. It's <laughs> getting all over the place. We'll bust in. She'll be like, I'm chip. I'm, I'm dip. dip. And we're here to host this party. Yeah. Know. And then everyone's like, is this the only food you have? And you say, yes. And you have to eat it with your mouth off of our clavicles. Mmm. Yummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes me think of, like, the human sushi platter. Yeah, naked sushi. Yeah. Should we uh, have that at our next party? Yeah. I don't. I'd do it. Nothing like I would not eat that sushi. It's What's wrong with me? First of all, it's warm, so it's like your sushi yeah. gets heated up. Well, good thing I'm freezing. <laughs> That's true. You are cold all the time, so maybe that'd work. But secondly, I... it's why sushi? Why something fishy? <laughs> to mimic the body. <laughs> yeah, I guess that seems like the worst choice. 
Yeah, oh, it's, like, you'd probably want to do dessert. Spaghetti. <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I'd eat that off a uh, person. Like, oh, like you that. lay the noodles out, like, lengthwise, and you yeah. slurp, and you Like that. Tasty human spaghetti. Yeah. I don't know. There's no... I guess dessert would dessert. make the most sense. Like, whipped cream, and then... That's what you do, right? There was a... In the, the latest... Well, the last Fifty Shades of Grey movie, there was a scene of him eating ice cream. Like, I think he was eating ice cream off of her. And it's just like, that can't be practical. It's cold, I guess. So it's it's like cold. The, it the cold play. It's I mean, cold play? Cold play? Like cold play? <laughs> and so, you know, like when you put the ice cubes in your nipples and you're like, Whew. Yeah, but that's ice, so it's water. Yeah, no. But I the just, ice cream, you It's like Ben and Jerry's shit, too, so you know it's got like chunks in it. Wait, was the stuff they were using Ben and Jerry's? It looked like it. Ew. Yeah. No, like you gotta go vanilla. Whole cookies. You go it. vanilla for your not vanilla sex. Am I right? <sighs> I'm fucking funny. Laugh. <laughs> that sounds gross, but you know, yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey kind of gross. Yeah, that's like old news. Yeah, but, old uh, news. I love it. <laughs> love Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, Bean supports it. It was so bad. I just, uh, I remember watching an interview with E.L. James, I think mm. that's her name. Yeah. And she was like, I remember learning about the BDSM community. And I was like, what if you got into it, but you didn't want to do it? <laughs> and then I was like, that's a good idea for a book. Oh God. Like, why you misunderstood the entire BDSM community. That's really cool. <laughs> it's so, like, I loved how fucked up, too, that is. Like, genuinely, <laughs> how fucked up that is. And then it just got super popular. I know, for some reason. There's so much erotica out there, too. Like, even published erotica. That's the thing. It's like but this one, for some reason. I don't know. It just really targeted a demographic of, like, sexually repressed older women that yeah. didn't want to admit to erotica, and somehow I think Fifty Shades of Grey was marketed as, like, not as intensive erotica or yeah. something like that. Like, there's a story in it. And so to be like, fair, it's very, like, I, I've read some of the sex scenes. It's, like, really not that exciting. It's not. It's like, okay. The movie? Pfft. What was that? The movie sucked ass. Of course it did, because it needs to either be porn or it needs to not exist. We live in a society, Susan. (laughs) We live in a society where you can access nude sex images. (laughs) Nude sex images as opposed to the clothed sex images. Naked lady movies on every corner. Why would you make an erotica novel into a Hollywood movie where you can't show sex? Because you're an oppressed soccer mom that just wants to see that in the theaters and not feel too much shame from her friends and family. Okay. I guess. But it's like... I know we live in a society, being you're right. We live in a society, Susie. Okay? <laughs> no, it's it's dumb. You know what's a good BDSM movie? The Secretary. The Secretary! The Secretary. Watch. Okay. If there's any repressed ladies out there that's like, oh, I think I might be in BDSM. Watch The Secretary. Yeah, I love that movie. You'll love it. That I watched it when I was like 16 and I loved it. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. I watched that's it That's why really... I'm so kinky. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it kind of recently. And first of all, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh! Holy fuck. shit! <laughs> I had no idea that I was so into her until I watched that movie. <laughs> I saw her in The Dark Knight and not a fan. And you vomited because you hate that movie. I don't like that movie. 
But, you know, we can get into my hatred of things, like movies, yeah. later. That's what they have a movie day. We're just talking about movies. <laughs> movies I don't like. Hey, movies are bad. <laughs> cinema? Ew. More, more like cinema. Yuck. Cinema? More like sin. Cinema. <laughs> more like sin enema. <laughs> when I watch a movie, it feels like I'm getting an enema with cinnamon. <laughs> That's how much I hate movies. Ew, God, that would hurt. Yeah, how would you even... It's like air, or do you cinnamon water? Like I'm assuming cinnamon water. <laughs> you can't just cinnamon. put dry cinnamon I think you can try. Okay, if we get um two listeners, we'll do cinnamon enema. <laughs> don't stone the bar so low. We're not going to get two. I guess... We're going to have to give each other cinnamon enemas. I don't want you to give me an enema, because I don't really want an enema. Have you had an enema? I have not. Yeah, me neither. Have you... Okay, you ever had an enema? No. I think you do it to, like, hydrate, right? It's like a medical thing? I think it's... I think it's to clear stuff out. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I thought it was a way to hydrate. Maybe maybe it's part of that. But I think it's also been used for, like, constipation and stuff. Oh, okay. getting shit out of there. I don't know. I'll try it out sometime. Try it out. We'll do an enema podcast. Enema podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is terrible. I don't. Sorry, I don't want that. No, I don't either. Um, the secretary. Back to that. Back to that great movie. Honestly, such a good movie because I feel like it just really focused on like the two characters feeling shitty about themselves for the things that they were into, yes. and then like finding each other and like finding that acceptance because they were both like kind of weird. They were weird like, outsider type people. Yes, and I, I mean, I gotta rewatch. Let's watch. Let's rewatch that. Movie. We should. I want Sam to watch it because he hasn't seen it. He hasn't seen it. Yeah. So we should have a kink, kink night, kink night, where we watch The Secretary with all our friends. That's actually be really fun. All my friends, you're invited to kink night. Kink night. You're required to have sex with each other, though. Okay, come to our cinnamon enema. Cinnamon enema kink night. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, no, it, I mean, it was just really interesting, too, because it, it did set it up in, uh, in a way that was very, like, I don't, I don't want to say not sexy, but it wasn't, like, hypersexualized, no, if that yeah. makes sense. Like, it was sort of, like, it incorporated the sex in a way that felt... A lot more natural. I'm edit up the last part. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm just gonna stay there. Um, uh, yeah. So the, it felt like like the transitions weren't like trying to be overly like. Oh, oh, oh. The transitions weren't just moans. Like, yeah. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was more focused on like the power dynamic mm-hmm. and like the weird shit, which I think made it feel like it was made by someone who was actually interested in that yes. kind of stuff, whereas. Fifty Shades of Grey definitely came off as, like, a BDSM movie made by people who have never participated in BDSM. Who have only participated in, like, sad BDSM <laughs> that, like, wasn't properly executed in any way. And, like, I guess, yeah. Like, their husband wasn't into it. And they're like, oh, come on. Because they don't show, like, the thing that was so great about The Secretary was that Maggie Gyllenhaal's character was, like, had these, like, weird... Like, she was self-harming, mm-hmm. and she had these kind of weird desires and, like, felt <laughs> shitty about them, whereas Fifty Shades of Grey was just... What's her name? Annabelle? Uh, Anastasia. Anastasia. Oh, yeah. She was just... She was I'm just, just like, a little virgin. I've never... Uh, I've never touched a penis I've before. I've never thought about sex. Sex? What is that, mister? I don't know. And <laughs> <laughs> Christian's like, oh, yeah, yeah? You never had sex before? Well, let's draw, draw my dungeon. And she's like, oh, 
your playroom? Is that like a video game room? I don't I don't understand. And he said, I will fuck beat the shit out of you in a <laughs> And then she says He says, I, okay, let me sign your contract. I don't know what any of this is, but I'm gonna do it. And then he lightly taps her on the ass with like a belt. And then she runs out of the room crying. And that's how the first movie ends. How could you lack something like that? (laughs) How could you lack this? Satan himself would never touch this stuff. It's actually really funny because in the books, Christian was really problematic. um, For obvious reasons. But in the movies, they kind of edited that out. So Mm -hmm. it just made Anastasia look crazy. She's just like... Um, yeah, I really like to inflict pain on women, um, and give them pleasure when they like it. And she's like, okay, yeah, let's try that. And then he does it, and she's like, I can't believe you're such a sick man. That is actually so true. That's exactly how it came off. Um, what a mess. It was a mess. It was so genuinely, shockingly boring. Yeah, no, that's what I remember. It was just, yeah, it was like we were trying to watch it, and it was like, oh, okay. But you know what? We haven't seen the sequels. We haven't. I've only watched those. We should. I've only seen, like, videos about them, which I feel like kind of just gives you the gist. Yeah, but we probably don't need to watch them, but... It has some crazy plot twists. There's, like, some guns involved, some fast cars. <laughs> they bring a gun into the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Anastasia brings a gun in. <laughs> it's my turn. <laughs> Christian, I've had enough of this abuse. I will shoot your penis off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so stupid. I love it. <laughs> It's, it's great though. It is weird that they took the virgin. I, I don't know. I don't remember. She was a virgin. She was a she? virgin. That was the yeah. whole thing. She's like, I've, I don't remember how it came up. It's something. He's like, Wait, you've never had sex before? And she's like, No. And then he like throws she's her in bed. Did like, <laughs> I not mention that part? It is. Oh, yeah. a southern horse. <laughs> no, Christian. <laughs> um, and so he he just like throws her down and says, like, oh, I'll have sex with you. And He's then, like, all right, introduction to sex, straight to BDSM. Like, straight. Straight, straight to the good stuff. It's like, yeah, that's normal. That is people's typical trajectory. maybe it is. I don't trajectory. Know. Yeah, you don't know anything. Come on. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, watch The Secretary, skip Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. You probably already knew that. I don't know. Yeah, this is old news. You know, we're like, hot take. Fifty Shades of Grey. Not good. Not that good. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Next topic. Let me pull up the doc. Oh, I just wrote, I don't feel compelled to make new friends. Is that bad? With, like, three question marks. That's an interesting take. Do you want to elaborate a little bit? No. Um, <laughs> and no. that's the end and of the that is, We're done. No, I mean, this is kind of, I mean, this is also kind of, like, old news between us, but, like, I, was, I guess I just brought it up again um, mm, to someone good. new that I was talking to, but I'm just like, yeah, I mean, I have so many good friends in such a tight community of people to the point where, like, in, in a healthy way, I don't ever really feel, like, left out mm-hmm. at work and things or, like, when people are, like, making friends and I find out, like, oh, people hung out without me. I'm never like, oh, man. I'm just like, mm-hmm. what a relief. I don't have to go to things. <laughs> You know, to the but it's also so that's good because I don't get hung up on stuff, which is nice. But like also, I just don't feel any compulsion to like. I'm like, I need to make some new friends. I need some new people. Like I'm just yeah. like, I got my group, my crew. Yeah. Hopefully, they're not drilling holes in my boat. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I feel similarly. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, on like kind of to take it in a slightly different direction, I was talking to a friend of mine. 
And I was like, I've gotten to that point now where I don't really hang out with people I don't like anymore. And that sounds weird. Maybe that sounds obvious. But I feel like as when you're young and you're growing up and you're trying to establish social boundaries, you end up kind of hanging out with people you don't actually like to be around that much. And, like, my patience for that is just, like, totally gone. Because it's like, I wouldn't want someone to hang out with me out of obligation, like, (laughs) if they didn't like me. It's like, just don't. Do it. It's fine. We're adults. Just stop. So, yeah, my tolerance for, like, being around, like, hanging out with people who drain me or, like, make me uncomfortable or who I just don't really feel like I can't be myself around them. I just don't need it. Don't need that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a big, big step in, like, maturing and Mm -hmm. feeling comfortable in yourself and, like, yeah, I mean, but it's hard. It's hard to get to that point, and then it's also hard to know at what point are you just boxing people out, I guess. Right, because I don't want to be an asshole. Right, well, it's also, like, there's benefits to hanging out with people that don't necessarily appear to, like, be the perfect, like, friend, and, yeah. you know? Because yeah. I feel like all my friends are kind of sorted out that way, where I'm kind of like, I don't know about this, mm-hmm. and then it ends up being, like, super good. It's just, like, our differences... <laughs> are, like, what make it interesting, and then our things are commonalities or bring us together. So that's why I'm, like, always, like, a little hesitant to be, like, I'm just going to not hire this person because I'm, you know, d- I don't yeah. feel like we get- we hit it off right away. But it's also not worth to drain yourself to, like, it's not worth it to drain yourself hanging out with people that you don't necessarily want to hang out with. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't know. I-, I have a really specific issue, too, that I know, like, some... Some introverted people deal with and some don't as much, but, like, I... There are certain people who just... Even if they're good people, like, they just exhaust me. Like, I I always feel tense around them, and then I always feel, like, super tired. And then you feel kind of trapped. And, like, some of that might come from, like, previous experiences Mm -hmm. as a child. Because you don't really... You're never really trapped as an adult, because you can just go home. Yeah. But as a kid, you know, you get dropped off at someone's house, and you're oh. like, ah, that's actually, can't leave. Wow. That, yeah. um, that reminded me, like, me and my mom were driving by a park the other day, and mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I just remember being trapped at a birthday party <gasps> for, like, three hours at that God. park, and my mom's like, oh, was it this person's birthday? And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, man, I feel like so much of your childhood, I mean, not, like, a ton of it, but, like, a lot of experiences are, like, that thing where, like, I would go to someone's, like, house or party mm-hmm. out of obligation and just not enjoy it. And yeah. I would know I wouldn't enjoy it the whole time. Like, I yeah. was like, I'm not going to enjoy that. Go. Don't enjoy it. <laughs> Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk? And it's very liberating as an adult to just be like, you know what? I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. Everyone will benefit Everyone from that. will benefit. Yeah. No, it's real. It's real. And uh, there are certain people, too, who are just so, like... I should call them out on the podcast. Um, Jan... Jan. You're going to make a new friend. I'm trying to call him Jan. I was like, do we know anyone named Jan? No, I don't think so. But there there are certain people who are just a dream. A dream. Just, I don't know how else to explain it. And it's not because they're bad, but it's like our specific personalities, personalities don't, don't mesh. Jinx. Jinx? You owe our me a spanking. Is that, how, is that how the term goes? <laughs> I'm so kinky, I don't even remember what the real one is. <laughs> um, I will spank you. Okay. I'm very into that. I'm very into spanking. Ow! That was not a real spanking. I'm Susie's here to expose me. the truth. I didn't actually touch Ow, Susie, ass. Ow, Susie, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Susie, stop pulling out my strings. Ew, God. 
out of my IUD. Dislodged. <laughs> you spanked me too hard. God. I was gonna say you spunked me too hard. You and I was spunked. like, wait, that's the other thing. I got spunked the other night. Get spunked. Do you use that term to, to for semen? Spunk? Oh yeah, that is a term, isn't mm-hmm. it? My favorite term is baby batter. You do use that a lot. It's nasty. It's <laughs> so gross. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm a spunk. I like spunk. You like spunk. Spunk like is fun. cute. I like cum. Cum? I mean, cum's a classic. It's a good word. It is. It's funny. Cum. That was my biggest fear, too, as, like, if I do a podcast, my family's gonna realize how much I talk about cum. cum. <laughs> I don't want them to know. Just talk about spunk instead. They won't have they any idea. They won't know idea. what it is. They won't have any idea. Yeah. Just drink a cup full of spunk. <laughs> that is so gross. Yeah, that's pretty Sorry, because you would have to accumulate it over time. Yeah, that's the worst part. It's, like, different. And it would be cold. Cold. It's nasty. Oh, my God. That was a thing in sociology. The spit. You spit into a cup. spit in a cup. I still gag when I think about that. Did you drink yours? Mm Mm-mm. Oh, no, I never would. No. It's so interesting, though, because it's, like... It, that's such a good example yeah. of like you, you, to be clear, you spit into a cup and then you're challenged to drink it, even though it's just in your mouth. It's just in your it's mouth. Super nasty. It's all the stuff. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so weird how that works. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love spit. Love spit. Love drinking spitting. spit. <laughs> that's me spitting. That's me spitting it on Susie. Let's <laughs> go. We had an hour and twenty two minutes. Holy shit! That felt done so easy. Oh my god, that was way better than yeah. That's pretty cool. The episode that shall not be named. (laughs) The episode entitled. That's what it's called because we didn't name it. Okay, perfect. (laughs) Um. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. Whoever does, maybe I don't know. Probably no one. Who are we gonna say goodbye to? Bye, Bye, Michael. Michael.